0: Hop explosive story of Gateway Pundit. Why don't you set the table? Because this thing has taken a lot of investigations. I know we got a couple of the investigators up here, but why don't you
1: just walk us—walk us through it?
0: Right, Steve. This is a huge story, and uh, it's—there was a great American who once said, there are no conspiracies and there are no coincidences. And uh, I think we know who that person is, but this is amazing that this would come out now the week after Jack Smith came out with that bogus report saying that Trump lied about voter fraud and, and election irregularities in 2020. We reported, Steve, as you know, in the past three years, we were the ones who broke the State Farm um, video for their shoving ballots, stacks of ballots, three three times through machines. We were the ones who reported the TCF Center, the, the, the video of the late night ballot drop, that was Gateway Pundit. And Gateway Pundit also was the only organization that brought you the uh, Detroit ballot box stuffers. We have video of that. Today we have this amazing report, Steve. And uh, what we have is that um, uh, some in October of 2020, um, some women brought in some stacks of these registrations in uh, Muskegon, Michigan, into the city clerk's office, and the city clerk noticed that they all had the same handwriting, and we're talking eight to 10,000. She immediately had red flags. She contacted the state police. They started an investigation. Now, no one has ever reported on this except for one little blip in the local news at the time. Well, we have the police report now, and it is amazing, Steve. The, the police— Hold, hold on, hang, the on. Whoa, whoa. hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just want to make sure. In October of 2020, several weeks before the election, it, it, some women walked into a registrar voter—the voter, the voter uh, place in the county and dropped off 8,000 to 10,000 voter registrations? We're talking about tens of thousands, we believe. But in that office, the the report says eight to 10,000. And they believe that, they they don't give an exact number, but numerous um, of these registrations were filled out by hand. And they confronted this person, they called the police. The police then raided one of these offices. And Steve, we found out the name of the organization. It's also linked to two other Democrat organizations uh, one of these organizations is directly okay, linked to. Hold it, hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Slow down. When you say raided the office, didn't raid the registrar's office where the eight to ten thousand were. Raided the office of the woman, who, the women that had brought it in. Exactly. They found the two offices locally that where they were filling out these registrations. When they went into these offices, Steve, um, they found um, semi-automatic weapons. They found silencers. They found bags of these prepaid cash cards. They found um, uh, they found burner phones, and um, so so it's it's unbelievable this story.
1: Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show. The most dangerous time in American history, folks. That's where we're at, and it's Truth Thursday on the Red Voice Media Network uh, here and. In- We're very dangerous because we bring you the facts and the truth. Accuse the other side of doing things that you're doing. This age old tactic is being classically applied in real time as we have now seen the known indictments rolled out against former president and leading candidate for the 2024 presidential election, Donald J. Trump. He and his team are accused of conspiring to steal the 2020 election for their efforts to legally challenge the election results in Georgia and conspiring to overturn the election by legally challenging the electoral college votes from states where legislators in those states were challenging illegal rule changes resulting in election fraud. As absurd as these charges are, And in this show today, we're gonna show you some of the Democrat election fraud with the breaking news this week of what you just saw, a 2020 election fraud investigation in Michigan that's come back to life. This open political warfare abusing the judicial system by criminalizing legal, political speech and activity must be taken seriously and responses must occur. Mutual assured destruction is the only way, the only way to end this open warfare of the Democrat party on the rest of America. we're talking with the great Arkansas Razorback, Matt Couch, the founder and editor of the DC Patriot and host of Red Voice Media Network's Facts Not Fiction and just all around good American today, about this issue. Matt, welcome back to the Rob Manus Show. Check your mute button, brother.
2: See, I, mean, I didn't want to interrupt your monologue there, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a <laughs> mute situation. Uh, no, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's good to be – how are you, Colonel? It's good to be with you tonight. And, uh, you know, we – I tell you, not only are we the most dangerous network out there right now, but we're also probably the busiest. I mean, my God, man, we're in – Twitter spaces, you and I, and the whole team, and we're all over the place, and so uh, if you're not following Colonel Manis, that's at Rob Manis on Twitter. You need to be. He's got some great takes. He's a great friend of mine, mentor to me. Um, this whole situation, uh, it just reeks to hell and back, you know, from the bogus RICO charges to what's going on mm. in Mount. I mean, every time you turn around, the country gets worse and worse and worse, and um, you know, you talked about being Truth Thursday. The truth is, you know, when you talk about the election coming up in 24, if you if you can be honest, and most liberals cannot, but if you can be honest and, and just say that you're better off now than you were three years ago, uh, I, no one should be able to say that. It's not feasibly possible. I've watched these guys make media round after media round, literally lying yeah. about the inflation rates, the state of the economy. Uh, you know, our military is in tatters because. We don't even have weapons to, to, or sorry, we don't have bullets for our guns because we've given them all the Ukrainians. What a mess this country is in. We're not ready to fight a war. We're not ready to defend ourselves. We're not ready to, you know, Q4 is coming up. You know, we're right there, Colonel. I'm going to yield back to you and, and land this plane. But like, no one's even thinking about how empty these shelves are going to be. The gas prices are spiking. We're going to have supply chain issues again. Yeah. Um, Man, what a mess it is. And I'll yield back to you.
1: Yeah I mean you didn't even talk about the the third and fourth FBI SWAT team killings that occurred in the country over the last 48 hours or or the, or, or the fake climate change disaster uh, that's supposedly taking place uh, out in Maui which it wasn't due to climate change and we pray for those folks every, every day out there in, uh, in Hawaii uh, with this this just tragic, wildfire that just happened uh, you know and it, it's ludicrous because people are insulted when these idiot leftists and 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 uniparty establishment power republicans get on the air and say stupid things like well it's climate change we need to do this that or that use more of your tax dollars you know uh, uh and they get insulted when the president of the united states the guy that's installed in there right now says i'm going to give every every family 700 dollars out in maui at the same time that he's sending another 200 billion dollars uh, or wants to send another 200 billion dollars to this this gaping hole, black hole in Ukraine of wasted resources and and meat grinder out there. It's just killing the young male population of the country of Ukraine itself. It's grinding it up, turning them into hamburger, and the Russians are, are uh, they're losing people, but nothing close to what's going on in Ukraine. You know, it's just It's pathetic. We are pathetic. And you know, my opening words here that this is the most dangerous time in American history, those aren't my words. Those are the words of a history professor and the former Speaker of the House, Matt, Newt Gingrich. He said that on live television last night. I was shocked. When I read that this morning, that somebody like that would say that, you know, I mean, I mean, we're we're kind of pundits and stuff like that, and we get a little bit amped up on our show uh, and everything, and uh, uh, and I'm and I've run for office, so I can be hyperbolic, but I'm not being hyperbolic right now. This is very dangerous. What we are seeing and experiencing, uh, I mean, this is open warfare, open warfare uh, from one political side on another. And I don't see any action to return fire ag- against the offensive that's coming at us vis-a-vis the yeah. indictments of President Donald J. Trump and now his team.
2: Yeah, I mean, in fact, I mean, there's, you know, you and I are, are uh, I don't know if I should say this publicly or not, but I mean, hell, it's not like these alphabet agencies don't already know, but you know, we're privy to some group chats with some pretty high-level influencers that you and I are in together. and. Um, you know, we're talking about civil RICO charges right now, which are not criminal, but they could come after you know Trump's money and finances. You know that would transpire with, with Fannie Willis down in Georgia. Um, this is just—it is absolutely out of control. Uh, Trump's not going to be able to win in Fulton County. He's not going to be able to win in Washington D.C. He's not going to be able to win in New York. And it's—it's really—it's uh, detrimental. I mean, the the biggest thing is, and, and I'm going to throw this out there. No one's really talked about this. And and, uh, that is Drew Berquist, one of our owners and host of the Drew Berquist show, if you guys hear the dings. So uh, (laughs) I I, got to call him out there, just uh, uh, give him heck there. But, um, you know, these prosecutors, Colonel, they spent years to put these cases together against Donald Trump. This should have been done six months after Joe Biden was sworn into office. And they've waited and waited and waited and meticulously took their time. But where I'm going with this is. You don't get two to three years to build your case, and then tell the defense they've got four months to defend their case. It's absolute <laughs> yeah. garbage. Any judge worth their weight in anything should see through this. Um, first off, you have the right to change attorneys at least once in a court case, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and that can kick that. You know, that can be a ninety or hundred twenty day stay. I don't know that I'm not an attorney, but um, I have been sued a lot because of uh, you know being truthful, and um, and so. The, the moral of the story here is is that there's there's a whole lot at play here no one's talking about this from the conservative media side especially the big talking hits on the big networks like fox and one american news and newsmax I'm, i like calling them out yeah. why in the world are they not calling this out and saying wait a minute you know the georgia prosecutor had three years the dc you know, jack smith had three years you know the idiot in uh, bragg in new york had all this time and now they want to rush President Trump and his defense team and say, you've got to come to trial in January. You've got to come to trial in March. That's absolute garbage. You don't get three years to yeah. build a case until the defense they get five, six months. And I'll, and I'll yield back to you. I, I just think it's, it's preposterous that nobody's bringing that up.
1: Yeah, nobody's bringing it up, and uh, the concept of mutual destruction has got to be implemented uh, by our side, uh, Matt, Uh, and the bottom line is the core of this comes down to these Uh, fraudulent elections uh, and and the American people no no longer have confidence in our system. Uh, And that is the core issue that all of this other stuff springs from. And we'll look at more of it when we come back, but we've got to pay some bills right now. Uh, And uh, I'm Rob Maness with Matt Couch, the Rob Maness Show Live, RBM Network, the most dangerous network in America and probably on the planet because we dare and have the audacity to tell the truth and state the facts. We'll be right back.
3: We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. Two eight seven two four six five. 2465 Act swiftly, Eight three three two eight seven two four six five.
1: Attention fellow Americans, breaking news, Biden's dangerous plan for the digital dollars being implemented as we speak. Don't be fooled folks, it won't benefit you and me. Act now before it's too late. Did you know the Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow started on July 1st of this year, just weeks ago? Brace yourselves, this is gonna catch you off guard just like it did me. Your hard-earned assets are at risk, but there's a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar in time with one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833-2USA-GOLD, that's right. Call now, 833-287-2465 and this invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take to immediately transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals all without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833-2USA-GOLD. That's right, call them right now, 833-287-2465. Yeah, that's it, 833-287-2465. Well, folks, welcome back to The Rob Maynard Show. We're talking with uh, the great Arkansas Razorback, Matt Couch today about this voter fraud issue and all the issues going on in the open political warfare. Uh, Disco, why don't you uh, show that next clip? And Matt, this is a clip of testimony by a poll challenger in Michigan, which is uh, where the story broke this week about this covered up investigation of these 10,000
4: false registrations. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. You've heard all the testimony here today. I totally concur as a poll challenger. For the first time in my life of 62 years, I drove down to the roof of TCF Center. I call it Cobo Hall. Patrick Kobeck approached me and said, you need to come see this. I own a radio station. I'm very familiar with the internet, ethernet cables, routers, and modems. Every single tabulator in that long table was connected to a computer. That computer was connected to the internet via ethernet cables. We tracked it down. Long extensions of ethernet cables was piled up to hide what we got down on our knees and found which was a high-speed commercial router. We saw it with our own eyes. Many people can verify this. Patrick Kobeck went to Christopher Thomas and a Mr. Nathan and a Mr. Baxter, election officials in Detroit. We asked them as I was witnessing the conversation, are those connected to the Internet? No. You have to trust us. I'm willing to take a lie detector test. I know Mr. Kobeck will, and many others that you've heard from today. My question to you, will Chris Thomas, Mr. Nathan, and Mr. Baxter do the same? We want a full forensic audit in Wayne, Macomb, Oakland, Kent County, and Antrim County before you guys before before you guys before you guys can certify this election, because it has not been truly certified based on the fraudulent activities that took place in this state. And before you vote, I wish somebody would reach out to leadership and tell them to please stop saying we haven't seen any evidence to overturn the election yet. Wow, you know,
1: I mean, that guy is not some crazy, you know, uh, uh, that's uh, coming in with crazy things. He's just telling the facts, uh, you know, Matt. And it, it's uh, it, it just it, it's really puzzling that educated, suppose supposedly professional people uh, deny 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 the truth and the facts over and over again to the point now, three years later, that. The American people on both sides have no confidence in our election system.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's pretty bad. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think there were some issues with the machines, but you know, my theory on the machines, Colonel, is that they're still the patsy in all this. The mail-in ballots, in my opinion, which you know, the machines being turned off are part of it. Which is, you know, he's talking about them being unplugged, right? Not hooked up.
1: To ethernet. Well, he's talking about them being uh, hooked up to the internet, uh, which I think. Uh, uh, I think Lindell's organization was having a big conference about that yesterday and today, where he's he's put out some uh, a new plan to uh, uh, try to try to uh, keep that from happening again.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, they're in Springfield, Missouri, yesterday and today with their conference, and so um, it, it's it, the whole thing is interesting. I mean, there's just the biggest thing is there's so many witnesses, so many affidavits, and they're all being ignored. Like you look at Brian Kemp in Georgia. 40,000 affidavits that were absolutely ignored. Folks, for those that don't know, that means there's 40,000 different people that filled out an affidavit saying they had witnessed voter fraud. That's that's massive. That is huge. And and they were all ignored by Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State, you know, Brian Kemp, yeah. you know, the governor of Georgia. All of this is, you know, it's not the same story as what you know, Colonel's talking about here, but this is happening all across these states. Where the fraud occurred and they they targeted seven key areas you know that detroit you know they targeted milwaukee pittsburgh philadelphia atlanta which is fulton county phoenix and then of course las las vegas and they knew what they were doing and um they mailed out 35 or so million ballots to people that weren't citizens that were dead that were illegal aliens um it, it, the whole thing is just an absolute mess and the way you counter all of this You know, like, you know, Lindell's saying some things that are right, in my opinion. You know, Mike is a friend, and I don't want to bash him. But I think the biggest key here, folks, if you're watching this program uh, and you see somebody, first off, talk to them about the election coming up. Talk to them Mm -hmm. about candidates from the local level to the state level, obviously to President Trump, but mainly getting involved, joining a street team, becoming a door knocker, becoming a poll watcher, working a phone bank. For everyone that says, oh, I just don't have time, I can't get out, folks, you can literally sign up for a phone bank, get on your computer and make calls from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. Like, there, there's no excuse for people on our side of the aisle not getting involved. And that's how you counter this. We, I call it mass civil disobedience, Colonel. But to, but to stop what that gentleman was just saying and how to counter that, in my opinion, is we have, to, we have to be involved and engaged like we have never been before as a movement, as conservatives and Christians in this country. And if we don't do that we're going to lose again in 2024.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the bottom line is it's about, uh, getting ballots into that ballot box. It's not about, uh, uh voter turnout, uh, and those kind of things. It's about the ballots, uh, and, uh if you don't have a plan to focus on the ballots and that's what you're talking about, everybody, it's all, all hands on deck, get off the bench. You got to be in the game. The coach isn't going to call you in the game. If you want to coach. Okay. Listen to Matt couch. Listen to Rob Manus. Listen to Mike Flynn. Listen to Mike Lindell, uh, Steve Bannon. We're telling you no top, not talking action, 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 action. Uh, that's what it takes. You know, uh, when I, uh, Got to my new location when we moved a couple of years ago. I started talking to uh, folks in the Republican Party in the county. I'm on the executive committee for the Republican Party here now uh, because they need people. You know, uh, we've got efforts uh, in South Mississippi to build the precinct committee pro- uh, program out. You know, uh, I volunteered to do that. You can do these things. Uh, you don't have to be uh, an expert in any of it. You can volunteer to not just be a poll watcher, but get a job as an election site, a polling location worker. Uh, That's one of the things that Barack Obama said years ago publicly, he said, it just so happens that we have more Democrats working the elections than there are Republicans working the elections. Uh, And the people that work the elections the most, uh, the election sites, the polling places, the most as workers, because workers don't get kicked out uh, when it's time to cover up the windows and those kind of things uh, that we've seen uh, in the last few years uh, publicly on, on live video, we've seen it. Poll watchers get kicked out a lot, but poll workers do not get those jobs, get in there and volunteer for those jobs. It's, a, it's one day, one day out of the year, you know? and uh, And you could even probably get a couple week job with these early voting places because everybody I think nowadays has a has in person early voting uh, that you can okay. do uh, okay. it, and it's all about uh, uh, our side getting off the bench and getting to work and volunteering and building out the Republican party from the bottom up uh, and uh, and and removing the power from these elites like Ronald McDaniel. Uh, you know, up at the top uh, by building from the bottom up and overtaking the party, and then getting into these polling places, uh, run for county supervisor or county commissioner, run for school board, run for city council. All of those positions are sitting there waiting for you as a citizen to be active in and get off the bench. I mean, that's, that's that's our history. You know, this republic doesn't work Without an active citizenry, and I'm paraphrasing yeah. Alexis de Tocqueville in his "Democracy in America" book that he wrote, you know, hundreds of years ago, uh, uh, he, he he was right. Without an active individual citizenry in the election process, this republic will not, and re, uh, government of the people and by the people will not last.
2: Over to you, man. <laughs> I, I agree with that, Colonel. I mean, and I think the other thing, too, you know, with with what we're talking about here, when you talk about, you know, not just getting involved, there's over 100,000. The last I saw over 100,000 Republican committee men positions open across the country, just showing, you know, and that, and that, you know, that you can go, you go to your county Republican club meeting, you know, those are basically they're elected positions. You really don't get elected. It's the, because there's just so many open, you know, basically you pay your, your $25 or whatever it is, and you become one. You know that's enough, that's 100,000 positions there that could get involved across this country. It just shows that conservatives are dropping the ball in all aspects of it, not getting involved. Um, I, I can't imagine telling our founding fathers, you know, oh, I did, you know, I would have gotten involved with the tyranny, but you know, Miffy had a softball game, and you know, and, and Brad had you know soccer practice, and it's like, yeah, it's just everyone's got excuses, and and that seems to be all we do good is make excuses as a party. And we've got to change yeah. that. Crime. We've got to change for us to win in 24.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, the excuse of, well, I went and voted every time there was an election. It's not <laughs> enough. It's not good enough, folks. It's that is not enough. you have to get off this bench and get on the field and start tackling people and blocking uh, uh, and get the ball across the goal line. Well, we've got to take our next break, Matt. And when we come back, We'll have some voter fraud issues to talk about out of the state of Georgia or this latest destructive and dangerous indictment on Donald Trump. And his and 18 members of his team now uh, has been uh, made this past week. We'll be right back.
6: Here as we pull this up, same basic thing. It okay. looks like the same Dropbox. Everybody, look at all those people doing the right thing. Waiting so they're to, waiting, to, waiting, waiting early. to vote in line, right? Right. So here. this is a maroon dress woman, or is this yeah. somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, I know that's. Is that your mule? That's, our that's mule. her. So this is a mule mm-hmm. in front of everyone. Okay. Look, everybody sitting there watching, like what? So this What's is happening? right now as she opens it up. Ah, can't figure out to open up because they won't fit. Right. Felony at what point? After the first right there. Now it's a felony. So this is a felon. Three felons at one drop box, everybody. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about that. One after the other. In the broad daylight. I mean, now, you could also get driver's you know, license plate info and stuff, right? Yes. So she, in broad daylight, while everyone else was watching, just violated Georgia law. Right.
1: Welcome back to The Rob Manus Show, live here on the Red Voice Media Network where we bring you the facts and the truth, you get to make up your own mind what you're seeing there, uh, and you don't have to rely on the government propaganda, media acolytes uh, to shove the information down your throat uh, and tell you what to think. You're an American, think for yourselves. That's why we're the most dangerous network in the country right now, because we dare to do that, bring you the facts and the truth and let you make up your own mind. And we're talking with Matt Couch, uh, today about these indictments and and the the voter fraud. I wanted I wanted to get a couple of clips. We got another one in the next segment uh, from Georgia uh, because you mentioned it in the last segment, Matt. That that Kemp's people uh, and Kemp ignored forty thousand affidavits. Uh, I've seen a couple of texts from a, a, the one of the women that dropped those off. How they were ignored, laughed at, and everything. Well. I'm not an attorney, but isn't an affidavit evidence considered evidence in a court of law? A sworn affidavit under the penalty of perjury.
2: It is, Colonel. At least it's supposed to be. Now, you know everything's laxadaisical unless you're a, you know, unless you're a conservative. If you're mm-hmm. conservative, everything is so much more, uh, you know, dangerous and me. You know, like it's amazing everything that uh, liberals do they get by with, but the media gives them a free pass and then conservative does the exact same thing. And, you know, it's like they've, they've hair-lipped the governor, as my grandpa used to say, you know? And so it's, it's, it's uh, the, the younger generation will have to go look that one up. They'll have no clue what that even means. But um, I, I just, I'm to the point where, you know, we, this is why you have to be involved. Like it, when, when we say involved, like those, those drop, first off those drop boxes shouldn't even exist. In yep. my opinion, you, you should have to go to a, po- a polling station uh, you know, where, where votes are, you, have, you have to go to wherever they're voting mm-hmm. and and drop it off there, and that's the only place. There should be a person posted at every one of those, as well as cameras. Now they do have cameras most places. That's how they got busted with 2,000 rules yep. But and 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 the media is not covering this, Colonel. There's you know hundreds of people that went to jail over this over these Dropbox things, hundreds, and it's not being reported, mm-hmm. and so because they don't want to report it and act like they've done anything wrong. But we need to change our 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 uh, verbiage a little bit. Ballot harvesting is not illegal. People need to understand that it's legal in most states. So I think we need to we need to come up with a different terminology than ballot harvesting. You know, maybe ballot manipulation. You know, something along those lines, because ballot harvesting is legal in most states. Uh, like Scott Pressler is out right now. He's pushing. You know, that we've got to we've got to get on their level in those states where it's legal and beat mm-hmm. them at their own game. Yeah. But you know, like what, what you're seeing there, that's not ballot harvesting, that's ballot manipulation. Uh, you know, there's 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 gotta be a different term, we can come up with something, you and I, but if we come up with it, you know, because you don't wanna use ballot harvesting because the liberal argument and the media argument is gonna be, well, ballot harvesting's legal, Colonel Madison Macouch. So I, well, I like, like
1: I like, uh, yeah, I like the term. I saw, Char- I think it was Charlie Kirk used it this week. Is ballot trafficking? What you're witnessing there yeah. is ballot trafficking. It's a felony, a felony to put more than one your own ballot into one of those boxes, unless you, uh, and I, and I'm pretty sure this is the law in Georgia too. Unless you are doing it for like a, a family member that's uh, that's disabled and those kind of things. So there's a limited number, but the, I mean that lady was putting. More than a hundred I mean a stack bigger than I could hold uh, in two two hands here in there oh, yeah. that's a felony and you know talking about getting off the bench every one of those Americans should have been looking at that lady and going hey you're committing a crime officer call a 911 this is a this is a federal crime right
2: here I have a solution and I think you know I think anytime somebody is spotted there should be like an 800 number they call and we fly Disco out, and he smacks him in the head with a tack hammer. What do you think?
1: <laughs> disco would probably go to jail, though. You know, if you were a Democrat, you could probably get away with that, Matt. But we're Republicans, you know. I mean, you look at, some, at this indictment that this crazy district attorney in Fulton County uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia, just brought down one of the charges against Mark Meadows for texting Scott Perry, who is a— a, a con- congressman from Pennsylvania Asking for a phone number Asking for a phone number You got a lady on the sidewalk in Georgia In front of 50 witnesses Committing multiple felonies And, and election fraud Ballot trafficking Which is illegal e- Ballot harvesting may be legal in Atlanta uh, Or in, in Georgia But ballot trafficking is not legal uh, And uh, quite honestly uh it's crazy. Like you said, you got to you got to have every T crossed and I dotted if you're a conservative. But if you're a Democrat, you can do whatever you want. Uh, and uh, that's why we're in such a dangerous time in this country.
2: Yeah, we, we, we really are. And I mean, and I think it's one of those things where and, and I'm obviously kidding. I probably need to me to, pre- to preface this that I'm joking about sending disco out to smack someone with a tack hammer. Or I'm going to get indicted <laughs> by Fannie Willis. So I should Yeah,
1: be- as, uh, for inciting violence.
2: I-, I was down in Atlanta for 10 days in Fulton County with Scott Pressler uh, and Brandon Strzok and others as we were trying to keep a certain group of knuckleheads who I won't name from losing the Senate. And, mm-hmm. and we were down, you know, door knocking and campaigning for Loeffler and Purdue. And then I-, I ended up in Valdosta for Trump's last rally as president, you know, it was a real last rally with he and Melania Trump. And I was blessed. You know, the Trump team put me right behind him, front row on the stage, and it was an honor, and I'm just blessed. Like the, the I can't say enough, for all the attacks the liberal media make on Donald Trump, President Trump, um, You know, I literally, I mean, I had a major health scare, major surgery, not gonna go into the details of that, but literally, you know, Colonel, um, you know, I was, I'm gonna, if I've got time to tell this story about Trump and why this, this whole thing matters in Georgia and why we need to be fighting for this man to talk about his character that they're trying to destroy, right? and yep. this this guy literally my make a, I'll make the story quick my dad I've never told this publicly my dad literally um I've been home for a week or so you know I've been home from the hospital now 4 weeks and he's like son don't you think you should go through your mail it's really stacking up in your office and I was <laughs> grumpy. you know when you have a major surgery like I did an amputation like you don't feel like doing anything I'm like ah yeah. was like right, bring it to me it'll give me something to do and uh I start going through it and I go through one stack and it's all junk and nonsense I go through the second stack same thing. Go through a third stack. As I get to the third stack, I see this massive envelope on the very bottom of the stack. I'm like, "Well, that's odd. Wonder what that is." And as I get to the, get through all the mail and get to this big envelope, I see the presidential seal. And I see mm-hmm. stamps. And, I, and and by the way, if, if President Trump watches this, I mean, no disrespect, sir, I actually thought it was amazing that you put the stamps on yourself. These stamps look like even put on by myself or my nine-year-old. Right? They're all over the place. Yeah. These are folks. This is not something that was generated automatically. And I open it up and it's literally a written letter from President Trump, hand signed, and you know, telling me that, you know, praying for me, he and Melania are praying for me mm. to get what he posted on social media. But memorial of the story is, you know, he didn't that that letter was dated the day I had surgery to show you how much wow. he cares about those who have his back and who stand yeah. with him. I mean, that means he was monitoring my situation at all times. And so it's it's unbelievable to me. To see that kind of care and give a damn from a president when you can't even get it from a a state rep, a state senator, a congressman, you know, or even a U.S. senator. These guys, you know, I've got these guys did nothing. You know, I haven't heard from them. And my point is, for all the character issues they're challenging this man on, it's garbage. Name another president that sends out a personalized letter like that to someone like me uh, of, of any caliber. It doesn't happen. What's happening in Georgia is a lie. What's happening in New York is a lie. The Georgia thing is nonsensical. They don't even really have a case. They're basically their only RICO charges, Colonel, are that um, are that they can basically, um, you know, group everybody together. And because they're grouped together now, it's a now it's a mafia-like organization or some nonsense like that. But going back on the ballot harvesting of that video mm-hmm. we saw, you know, folks, this is where as soon as early voting starts, right? Because I don't know, and I think we need to really get ahead of the curve. In fact, I'd like to reach out. I may call Scott Pressler tonight or in the morning and ask this question. Um, because I would really like, uh, I, w- I would really like to know when those boxes hit. Do they go out the day that early yeah. voting starts, or do these idiot sticks put them out a week or two before early voting starts? Because as soon as those things hit the ground, we need to have uh, conservatives across the country in those states that have them need to have people at those twenty-four-seven. You know, you need there needs to be a scheduling. There needs to be a shift. You know, Bob and John are there from eight AM to five PM. Louise and Jack are there from five PM to midnight. From midnight until Bob and Tom return. So and so's there. Folks, we 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 should be able to raise the funds. Super PAC should be able to help with this colonel, as you know. This is ridiculous that we're not taking better care of this, and I'll yield back to you, sir.
1: Oh, you're absolutely right, you know, uh, we should have a national, uh, state, uh, and in county uh, command centers with, with a certain number of teams assigned to it, enough to cover all of these boxes. Uh, 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 to uh, have visual surveillance on these things 24-7 from the time they hit the ground. And at the same time, though, we need to have those same centers need to have teams that are doing ballot uh, collection and ballot harvesting and helping people get their ballots filled out or get to early voting or get to the polls on election day and get as much early voting done as possible so that when these nefarious characters break the damn machines like they, they've now proven on two or three different elections, especially like the one out in Arizona. Uh, we saw one uh, uh, just a couple of weeks ago in a different state in a special election where it just so happened the Republican county's machines uh, broke uh, broke for some reason or another, or weren't working properly for some reason or another, or, or run out of ballots and those kind of things. Uh, it's uh, it's got to be done. Uh, so and it, and it can be done. I mean, with today's technology and and the number of people that we have, we can cover all of those swing states easily with with multi-layered command centers and operational teams to do surveillance of these boxes and to do ballot harvesting and ballot, or whatever you want to call it, as long as it's legal in that state. Uh, you know, we've got to be able to do that. Well, Matt, we got to take our last break before we go into the last segment. We will have, we have another video from Georgia about voter fraud, folks. And the reason why I want to show these is because the governor, the rhino governor, Brian Kemp, tweeted out over President Trump's truth when he was talking about it, that there was no voter fraud in Georgia. And you've just seen one example on video, and Matt and I talked about the 40,000 affidavits. Georgia was the worst of the worst. It's the most despicable thing I've ever seen, a Republican governor, a Republican legislature, Republican elected officers statewide, uh, and they're not supporting the President of the United States in his effort to regain the office so we can fix this country and stop this open political warfare that's going to destroy us. We'll be right back.
3: Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. from it's new digital dollar. Visit ProtectFromBiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's ProtectFromBiden.com. you. <sighs>
7: It now appears there actually was meaningful voter fraud in Fulton County, Georgia, last November. That is not a conspiracy theory. It's true. From the beginning, this show has tried to be fact-based when we talk about the 2020 election results. So here's what we know tonight, factually. At least 36 batches of mail-in ballots from the November election were double counted in Fulton County. That's a total of more than 4,000 votes. Those numbers come from a group called Voter GA, which along with Bob Cheely sued to get them. The final tally from the double counts we know about amounts to more than 3,300 votes for Joe Biden and 865 votes for Donald Trump. Now, before you dismiss Bob Cheely and voter GA as dishonest partisan actors, keep in mind that the strongly left of center Atlanta Journal-Constitution appears to agree with this, at least in outline. The newspaper reviewed the available digital ballot images independently and concluded that hundreds of ballots were improperly duplicated. What does that look like exactly? Well, here's what it looks like. At a press conference yesterday, a consultant with voter GA called David Cross showed how we can be certain that votes in Fulton County were counted more than once. Watch.
6: What I'm going to show you here is two ballots side-by-side. One of them is marked for Jason Shaw, and it's got a little squiggle mark next to it. You can see it's got the identical mark on the second one. And the ballot image is stored up here on the top left. So this one over here is scanner 5162. That's scanner number three. Batch number 235, image number 19, and that matches 234, image 59. So you have the same ballot counted twice in the images and counted in the audit. How that's possible, I don't know.
7: How's that possible? I don't know. Every American should want to know, because the answer gets to the heart of the integrity of our elections, otherwise known as our democracy. We're not talking about a couple of ballots here. We're talking about a lot of ballots, at least hundreds of ballots involved, enough potentially to affect the outcome of the election. Here's another example.
1: Welcome back to The Rob Mana Show. Uh, we're live on the Red Voice Media Network and we're bringing you the facts and the truth because we dare to. Uh, and we dare the big corporate media and the government to try to censor us, which means that they're censoring you, the American people. Uh, and uh, talking with Matt Couch today about this issue, uh, down in Florida, or Florida, <laughs> I'm thinking back to 2000 and the and the hanging chads, man. Uh, uh, down in Georgia, because uh, because the governor of Georgia brought this up to this week when he basically made his one statement on Twitter that he's apparently not supporting the former president of the United States uh, in fighting these despicable indictments of he and his team when they were legally challenging and legally trying to find legal votes and find illegal votes to get tossed out uh, in the Georgia 2020 presidential election, Uh, and uh, uh, he said there was no voter fraud. Well that's baloney. I will just say it out loud, it's bullshit. And we're gonna call out bullshit, especially from Republicans that are senior leaders elected to office. Now, now, uh, I do have to say today, Matt, uh, uh, Senator Colton Moore, state senator from Georgia, filed a letter to uh, demand an investigation of this district attorney, uh, uh, Willis, Fannie Willis, uh, who is doing this, uh, which could lead to her removal. Uh, but he's the only one that stood up, and he's a Republican senator uh, uh, in the state legislature. Uh, and the state GOP chairman uh, and the state GOP is controlled by MAGA at this point. Do you follow, don't follow anybody. Follow Debbie Dooley on Twitter uh, from Georgia. She's a friend of mine and, and one of the strongest, if not the strongest, grassroots Tea Party MAGA uh, Pro President Trump supporter there and understands the specifics of what's going on, especially with the party and the various elected officials, uh, which most of which appear to be scumbags, and that are in favor of this unconstitutional action by this rogue district attorney, Matt.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting to see the 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 Senate, you know, who I think the Senate and the state legislature are both. You know, conservative-controlled, MAGA-controlled in Georgia. Brian Kemp has got an out because he knows that he can't pardon President Trump because they have a bo- they have a board in Georgia. They have a five-person panel board. Right. It's led by a Republican, though. But he can replace those people on the board if he wanted to and put five people that back President Trump on that board and then turn them loose. The other issue that you that you see here is the fact that um, this whole situation. Uh, with, with Fannie Willis, you know, Kemp just passed, there was a thing that they just passed and he signed it where he can remove district attorneys. He can fire them across the state. Yeah. So he could literally fire her and remove her uh, from this case, you know, and, and you know, we're seeing Democrats, independents, conservatives all across the board. You know, one thing about Georgians, uh, regardless of the party affiliation, they love America. You'll see that across mm-hmm. the board. Even the Democrats in that state, uh, you know, uh we'll we'll have an american flag out front you know it's not like some states and they're pretty upset that they're politicizing their state right now with these national issues i've seen a lot of different videos and interviews of citizens that are not republicans that are democrats and they're saying look we don't want this here we don't want this pony show here uh what they're doing is an embarrassment um but at the end of the day for Kim to say there's no fraud when well, he got 40,000 affidavits that were dropped off at his office in 2022 and he, and he just basically ignored them, it's not going to go away. Um, but he hates Trump. They butted heads, yeah. you know. And, and, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to be unpopular, Colonel, but Trump caused that feud when he endorsed, you know, Purdue over Kemp, who was the incumbent governor. And so I'm not saying that. You know that it that it you know that it made a difference or whatnot, but the biggest problem is is Purdue, you know he's like Lurch, you know he's just not an electable candidate. You know he lost the Senate. You know he had, yeah. he lost or lost the Senate to Warnock and Ossoff. I was there fighting for them. I mean hell I was fighting harder for them than their campaign. So was Scott Pressler and others. Brandon Strzok. I mean it was ridiculous. We didn't see these idiots anywhere. The Democrats were literally doing, you know, it was in the middle of the height of COVID as well, December of 2020. The Democrats yeah. doing, like Ossoff was doing a drive-by uh, thing where you could drive by in your car and you could actually meet him and shake his hand. And he, you know, and, and there weren't many people that showed up. You know, we checked it out when we were there. But my point is, you didn't see Perdue or Lawler doing anything. And so the, the moral of the story here is, is that Trump endorsed Perdue over Kemp. When Kemp was the incumbent governor, it pissed Kemp off. And Raffensperger is a tiny, tiny little man. He's like Fauci, you know. He's just—he's upset because Trump, you know, bruised his little—his little man syndrome. And and they're taking this personally. They're not going by the rule of law. They're not going by what's right and what's wrong. They're basically holding grudges and taking this personally. Uh, You know, Raffensperger's mad about the phone call. Kemp's mad that Trump endorsed Purdue over him and tried to get him out of the governorship. And and. The sad thing is, is Purdue got absolutely destroyed in that primary. I mean, he lost by like forty-five points, if I remember right. It was so bad. And and then of course, and then and then he curb-stopped Stacey Abrams. But I'm going to pitch one to you, Colonel, as I know we're running out of time here, because if you've noticed, the Democrats normally fight everyone. They didn't fight Raffensperger's reelection. They didn't fight Kemp's (laughs) reelection. They didn't even put a lot of of effort and time into Stacey Abrams this time around. And you know where I'm going. You've ran for office. I've ran campaigns. There were some backdoor handshake deals for him to beat Stacey Abrams by eight or ten points and not yep. have a lot of opposition. I believe that a deal was struck that he would leave this thing alone. It was going to happen. And I, 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 like I said, this is all hypothetical. I don't have any proof, but I, I'm my gut instincts are normally pretty good. My discernment's pretty good. I'll yield back to you. But I think there were some back-end deals cut here to give him an easy second term. And he partnered with the Democrats to do it. And I'll, I'll get your opinion. I'd love to have your opinion. know your show, but i oh, your yeah. opinion on
1: that. Yeah. Well, one of the deals was that he would leave the drop boxes in place and the mail-in voting in place that they instituted under COVID. Uh, that's why they still have these damn drop boxes there and this mail-in voting uh, the way it is, uh, which is just wide-open door for fraud. Uh, I mean, much smarter people than me that uh, that are experts in this this stuff have said that, uh, you know, I'm just parroting them. Uh, so that's that's one of the things, but the problem, Matt, is that what you just described is politics. It's politics as usual, you know, the give and take, the power, versus the, you know, strong versus the weak, you know, uh, once you take political power and get political capital, if you don't use it, you lose it, you know, uh, and, and the tit for tat, you know, the little the little whiny, the little nibbling at each other and all that stuff. That's all politics as usual. Uh, and uh, Senator Moore was on an interview this morning that I happened to watch part of, and he said the answer that he's getting from his colleagues is that, well, we just need to let this play out. That tells me that a lot of political people in Georgia that are in office on the Republican side don't understand what the hell time it is. They need to listen to the former Speaker of the House from Georgia, Newt Gingrich. This is the most dangerous time in American history. And that's a big statement coming from a history professor, okay? Uh, And when you go watch his interview, he talks about the 1850s leading up to the Civil War in the context of what he said about this time. Now, and that's the problem, is Kemp needs to get his head out of his ass, and Rappersberger does too, get over their little ego bruise and realize that this isn't about Donald J. Trump. This is about the republic. It's an existential threat to this republic, what's left of it. Now, we'll come out of it. We'll come out of this dark valley because the American people will do it because we love the values in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States government, but there's not gonna be a lot left because it's gonna be a huge fight. And I, I pray that it doesn't go kinetic. I pray that it doesn't go kinetic, but we are in a very dangerous time, Matt. Uh, let everybody know where you uh, they can find you, man. Thank you for coming on. And folks, Matt came on to to replace a, a, a last minute guest drop for me, so uh, uh, I'm very appreciative of that. And, uh, great show, my friend.
2: Always honor to be on with you, Colonel. You became a great friend and a mentor to me. Uh, you can find me at Real Matt Couch on Twitter, True Social Getter. Um, you know, Mines, all the different sites out there, Gab, I'm, I'm out there on all of them. Uh, and then, you know, basically, you know, you can find me on Red Voice Media. You know, I'm at redvoicemedia.com. I'm uh, recovering from a major surgery, but I'm, you know, uh, you'll see me all over social media doing uh, little videos and stuff. And of course, you know, news and stuff at redvoicemedia.com and the DCpatriot.com. We're pretty much sister sites now at this point. So, uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Disco says, don't forget, we're also on Clapper.
1: I'll let you figure. Oh, out we're on it. Clapper now. I didn't know that. Yeah, so
2: check, so check out Clapper, and it, I, I promise it has nothing to do with the strip club for
1: those at home. All right, Matt. Well, thank you very much, sir, and I appreciate you. Uh, you're a professional. You play hurt just like professional operators in the military on the sports field. Uh, we play hurt all the time, uh, and uh, you're a great American. We appreciate you. Well, folks, that's it for Rob Manus uh, live on Red Voice Media Network, and as usual... Tucker is still laughing because I love this man's laugh because it's just it's just too messed up to not laugh it out. <laughs>